All right, and welcome to the Rugby Report Card, first time for 2020. Uh, with me today is Richard. Hey. And uh, no Jim today. No. No Jim today. He's actually not on the podcast this year. Which is a bit sad. No, I'm fucking with you. He's just overseas at the moment. Oh, really? Yeah. You got me excited. No, I knew you'd be excited. <laughs> you can't start with this and bring me up and then bring me down again. No, unfortunately, he'll be back. Oh. Unfortunately, he'll be back. But he's overseas now. He's uh, over in Vietnam looking at the rugby programs over there. I thought he was looking for shirt deals. He is looking for shirt deals, but they don't make them big enough. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. just want to clarify. Yeah. I'm just going to... Um, this is terrible. We started the podcast. I'm like, all I can hear is cicadas. So I'm going to shut the door. You, you talk. So basically, you're leaving me with a laptop to no one to talk to while she closed the door. So uh, great start to 2020. Um, thanks for the backdrop, Blake, of the sliding doors as well. Um, all right, I'm back. Yeah. So, so again, just to confirm, high-level professionalism in this podcast as always? Always, always. This year, actually, we're going to have segments and, and music, and we're actually going to have time. We're going to time the podcast. So every week, you know, you're getting the same product. Mm. We're going to make sure it's released consistently. Mm, Jim's all over that, isn't he? Um, <laughs> everything I said is a lie. <laughs> we're just going to do our level. Yeah, that's right. right. And we really like rugby, so we're on here to yarn about rugby. Absolutely. And on that... I really like rugby, and I think I, I almost had rugby fatigue by the end of the World Cup. Mm. Um, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we will, yes. Um, but, but I, like, I, I don't know. I was almost, almost relieved to just be done with rugby for a bit. That, that's, that's outrageous. That's blasphemous. blasphemous. And then, oh, was it about three weeks ago or two weeks ago, the articles start popping up. The articles start popping up. You saw it was the 25th year of the Super you Rugby. You start title, looking at You thought, here we go. You start yeah. looking at James O'Connor's shit Instagram stories, and all of us started on pumped. <laughs> you were all over you hear it. Maddox is moving to the Tars, and it is all happening again. Absolutely. I'm fucking pumped. And then you realise it still doesn't help the Tars that much, yes? Well, we'll get to that, because I, I love, I absolutely adore if you will. Oh, that's a big, that's um, strong. I'm quite romantic for it. And I used to get quite anxious about it, the post-World Cup season, mm. because it really is a cleansing. Like, <laughs> oh, it is a <laughs> whole generation. What, what type of cleansing, please? Can you just confirm? No, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> right. um, a whole generation of blokes leave. Mm. And, and I do think um, each country seems to be on about an eight-year cycle. So if you look at Australia, this squad's similar to the squad eight years ago at the World Cup. Mm -hmm. It's all new now. Mm -hmm. And if you go back, you can probably clock two before that, the Larkham, Gregan. You can go back, you can clock a few before that, mm -hmm. Horan, you know, Lionel, whatever you want to do. It, it, it feels like to me there's almost like a seven, eight-year cycle of professionalism. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we've just exited one. Mm -hmm. And we're talking new coach, new players, there really is a small amount of, of I don't know, players maintaining in Australian rugby, which is terrifying, but also really, really exciting. I think New Zealand did theirs four years ago. I would they know. had their big, big purge four years ago. But slightly, still a lot more changes happening there. Yeah, I'd actually slightly disagree with the New Zealand one. I was reading an article the other day that um, it was 46 brand new rookies, as they coined them, in the super rugby system for the, uh, this year for the New Zealand teams. Um, 
And it was showing that it's exciting because there's going to be so many changes with so many people that have left. And in, in a way, we don't really know what's going to happen. We do, um, though. We do, right? Because, because so it, every time in New Zealand this happens. Yeah. I remember last World Cup, I was like, no, 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 Carter, <laughs> no. And then just fucking some new wanker is just better than well, any more, of them. More to the point, the Crusaders have still got their starting... Uh, Backline, the one that started the, the the final of the Super Rugby, is still all intact. So yes, as much as they've lost, lost uh, to lost to Fur and Reed, etc., they're still going to be very, very good. But the thing that shits me about New Zealand is just there's twenty new kids you've never heard of mm. who are just better than the blokes. No, absolutely, absolutely. And I don't expect that to change. Mm. Um, all right. Well, I did. I did jot down some notes because we haven't done this in a while. No, no, even I did looked at a few things. Um, we do have to start with it though, mate. The World Cup final. Yeah. Because we didn't podcast after it. How did you I refused. refused. I, that's oh. a complete lie. If you, we can uh, we can screenshot the WhatsApp messages. I remember your tantrum. <laughs> uh, fuck. I mean, there's not much we can say that hasn't been mm. said. Ran their way, race the week early, blah, 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 blah. But fucking props to South Africa. Yeah. I think I like the word you've used props. A, because it suggests that they played well, and B, because they, they, they scrummaged particularly well. And we would still say that the the inconsistencies in the scrum still frustrates me, but that wasn't the reason why we lost. I know the, we just didn't play well enough. I think the selection didn't help us either. I think Eddie Jones, in hindsight, has even come out and said it, probably made a poor selection in the back line. Um, but kudos to South Africa. But it was pretty convincing. It was. That's what I'm saying. Kudos to it, South Africa. That's it, but it really was. It sounds cliche that they ran their race. They just didn't show up. No. But, the, but this is what... I think if we look back to the previous podcast and listen to them, should I say, sorry, I've even said it, England struggled to have a plan B. Like, And if you look at we've lost to Wales when they played similarly, I want to say similarly to the way South Africa played in that final. You know, even... Um, other teams, you know, the Irish or the Welsh or, um, or what did you just say, the Welsh, the, the Scottish have, have played it and we've struggled to do it. And if we don't... Yeah, it's, that's the thing. England, their bread and butter is beating Australia mm. and then New Zealand is the upgrade of that. Yeah. But it's still that style that they quite Absolutely. like. Absolutely. Yeah. That they struggle with the other stuff. Six Nations is about to kick. Yeah. New look England squad. There's a few because of injuries have occurred. Um, it'd be interesting to see what happens. I think the big... I feel like that's a bit rough. The way that that comes after a World Cup, it's too soon. They're never going to change it, though, mate. No, no, it is what it is. But fuck, that's a bit like I almost feel like you need a, a provincial season. I know they've had that, but it's just straight after the World Cup. It's a mm. bit fucked. Yeah, but I think the biggest thing to come out of England, let's be honest, is more than the Six Nations, is is the is Saracens and what's happening with them. Yeah, that was another thing I had jot down. Uh, first thing, can I say, good fucking riddance, because it is cheating, mm. like black and white cheating. Um, whether you agree with salary caps is another conversation. Mm. I do, because mm. I, I like sport not being ridiculous. Uh, and I, as, a, as a Southern Hemisphere fan, who's just, all our players just get poached, and I don't blame them, and I don't blame the clubs getting them, but it's what happens, it's a reality. We, fuck, I love the idea that there's, there's gotta be a limit to this mm. shit. But it's interesting though, that the, and someone out there I'm sure will tell me if I'm wrong, but the, the Champions Trophy, the Premier, competition that doesn't have a salary cap though. no but they won't be able to qualify for exactly. it exactly but the, the problem is you can still bring in all these players but you just then end up not playing them in the premiership because you end up just keeping them for the champions cup but yeah they won't be able to qualify for it next year anyway they're playing leinster but it makes no difference though even if they win it they're not 
I, I wonder the talk is they're going to loan out players to other clubs mm. um, because the question is can those players be picked for international rugby playing second division? Do you really want to be playing motherfuckers a billy to play second grade? Well, they can. There was a, an article I read the other day that said that they can play in the championship and still represent England. But would you pick them? But that's the thing. So you can, does... Um, when, Look, if when I run around playing well, Parramatta every week, you're not picking me for the task. No, but then if you go to the, the Lions series, which Sorry, is obviously coming up, <laughs> they, are they going to be underdone or are they going to be super fit and are they going to be on, on their toes? I don't know. And which will they goes. offload people? Because they're they have way to. over. So they're gonna, they've already got rid of Liam Williams, I believe. I think he's going back to Scarlet. So I think he was going to go back at the end of the season, but I think they're basically telling him, pretty much, you've got to go now, buddy. Thanks for coming. Scarlet, pay off. <laughs> yeah, try and get a deal. Um, but it's more than that. It's the like of, you know, Will Skelton, who got sent off the other day, there was talk about him. You know, he needs to, he can come back, but he's going to lose out a lot of money, let's be honest. Would he want to come back? Is he going to go and find another club in the Northern Hemisphere? I don't know, but there's a lot of players. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. You think players like Himu chasing the cash? Surely Japan's just fucking waiting with a bag. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, Skelton does come back to Australia. Fantastic. From from all accounts, he's improved a lot. He's a lot fitter. It's exactly what the Tars didn't have last year at Type 5. Mm. A big unit like him makes a hell of a lot of difference to their pack. Yes, he can't jump in the line out, mm-hmm. but you get a 6 and an 8, that can, you're fine. Oh, absolutely. Um, that would be a huge coup for Australian rugby, and I, I guess it's it's a real option now. The interesting thing is that if he comes back, though, does he then go back to old skeleton mode of being overweight and not performing to the high level, or does he stay in the mode that he is, he's in fit, strong, mobile, etc.? I mean, the argument is why has he improved? Is it strength and conditioning and coaching over there and lifestyle, or is it maturity? Probably a bit of both, mm. but you would imagine he'll, he'll bring that maturity back with him. Mm. Um, but... Yeah, we'll wait and see. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the other thing I was, I was lots of things to yarn about. Um, before we get into some more precarious things, um, Rennie, Rennie, are we, are we done with England? No, we? actually, it's such shit. How's that feel? I just wanted, to, just wanted to answer. I don't know. How, how did you find the final? Oh, oh, sorry, you weren't in it, Sorry. Um, I had the fucking night of my life. That's how I found the final. I loved every really? minute what did of you, it. What did you do differently to your wedding night? I loved every minute of so it. So just to confirm, you love that more than yeah, your wedding Yeah, England night. last champ. Does your wife know that? You're in, she listens to this podcast. I'm done to forward this section <laughs> to her. Just right. cut this Try one. Try again. I can cut one section, mate. Um, yeah, such shit, England. That was glorious. Um, and, and I've said this to you before. Prior to our friendship, always hated England, but you know, would have still rooted for them against the All Blacks. Ever since we started this podcast, there's nothing I enjoy more than England losing. Mm. So go the Bockies. That's very noble of you. It's nice of you to tell me that. Uh, I'm going to let you know. I'm, I'm, I'm fully aware of your hatred. <laughs> the other beautiful story is Khaleesi. I mean, his story alone. And lifting that fucking trophy, how incredible. Again, yeah, 100%. And just actually the joy of the nation coming together. You know, they, they showed so many pictures of the, the big double-decker bus going around the, the cities. That's amazing. Something special about South Africa performing in sports, given their history. Mm. Um, and especially with the, the policy. Yeah, completely. Of, of how well that's worked. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. Because there was there have been some issues and it's come up with the cricket recently. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but in rugby, it seems to be working well, and they changed their system to allow their players to come back, and that actually has done an effect. Obviously, the South African rugby teams this year, the Super Rugby teams this year, because I don't think hardly any of the 
23 months. What yeah, well, I did want to yarn about that. But I, I guess all I'd say about the quota system is, is it having the desired grassroots implications? I've got no idea. I have no idea. Either. But it's having it's having the right implications at the top. So you, mm. you can only hope. Yeah, on that, I mean, fuck South Africa and the Super Rugby. It, it's kind of come to a point where they don't give a fuck. They're running Curry Cup sides and they're making me get up at 2am and I don't get to watch my home team play at home for five weeks. Are, you, are we both in a situation now where we're going, the Haguares are going to win that conference quite comfortably? Well, I'm more saying, fuck off. I don't want you in the comp. I'm over the time zones. Mm. It's post-World Cup. It's time for a change. You clearly don't give enough of a fuck. Now, the talk is money. The, the TV, I don't understand any of those things, but they surely... Bring, they bring a lot of money in. But surely that's going to be a changing market. Surely there'll be an app for that. I'm just actually we'll looking be streaming. At, I'm just looking at the South African squads right now. And look, I understand my knowledge of maybe South African wider squads is probably not as good as what it could be. I actually don't know many of these people on these squads. Yeah, well, there you go. And I mean, look, I don't know if Green and Gold's got to deal with the Murdochs, but oh, fuck, I'd love to see the back of Foxtel. So if rugby could move to some sort of way that I could get rid of Fox, that'd be great. So I'll see you, South Africa. Aren't you going to Optus? Isn't the rugby going to Optus next year? Is it? Yeah. No. I thought that was the whole thing. Oh, I missed that. I thought that the broadcast, this is the last year of the broadcast rights. Is it? Yeah. And Fox have been shitting them around. So you shitting me? No. So no, I, think Super Rug, I think Super Rugby's going to Optus. All right. Optus. Here we go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Have you ever tried to cancel your Fox sale? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. That's the hardest thing in the world. You literally, you've got to meet a wizard. He'll give you a passcode. You've got to go to some obscure post office. Absolutely. You've got to line up. You've got to talk. On, stay on. on hold for minimum eight hours. You have to line up. You got to line up. Fuck. Like a pleb. This is outrageous. So I'm not looking forward to cancelling Foxtel, but I'm looking forward to when it's cancelled. But I will enjoy this year with yeah. Fox. I, I guess they're not going to sponsor us at this point. Def Optus might, though. Optus Sport. I already have Optus Sport. They're a great brand. <laughs> they sound like a wonderful brand. Yes. Um, so now I'm I'm just making the broader point. It is what it is oh, for absolutely. this season. But, but I do want to see... Uh, the rugby tragic in me loves that Brumby game at midnight. And you, you, they fucking get a win over in South If you Africa, ever have kids, cool. if you ever have kids, you'll be like, please wake up at one o'clock. I'll do the feed. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Just what are they bringing this year? And and that idea of how do you build a fan base? I mean, t take the task. You don't have a stadium. Mm. You're not at home for five weeks. Mm. Half the season you're in Africa mm -hmm. in an obscure time slot playing a fucking Curry Cup side that'll probably beat us. Not probably. Definitely <laughs> will. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's my pitch about that. My other, it'd be interesting to see, one of my things I was going to ask you was, um, how would you feel when Jackson Garden Basher plays amazing for the uh, 10 this year? How much... Well, who's he playing for? He'll be the Canes 10 this year, I reckon. Fucking mercenary, that bloke, isn't he? I love those stories. And, and when he rips at it, because he's got Perinara and he's got all the forwards that are done a set in the platform, and he rips, how much shit are we going to take? There's no way Harold Bishop's ripping. Let me tell you. Speaking of ripping, the Reds look tip-top, mate. They pumped the Rebels in a uh, pre-game. Yeah, but that was... Is that really... What, was it 52-something? Like, is that really a fair indication? True. Because if you look... 
the, the Rebels have made a big deal about the fact that they've, they've kept most of their players. Their, they've kept the CEO, they've kept the coach, never done that before, and kept the captain. Yeah, so they've only lost a few, haven't they? Or more than you think, Will Gennier, Quay Cooper, I mean, that's your 9 and 10. It's the heart and soul. Okay, compared to others, they've lost maybe less than, and they've lost some Deadwood as well. Sorry to those people I've just called Deadwood. But funny well, though. <laughs> it's a funny expression. Yeah, I know. Um, but then surely they, before that game, if that's, you've got to say it's between the Reds and the Rebels to, to win the conference this year. No, you're nuts. You're really? way off. We'll get into this later. I think the Rebels' problem is they their front 15 still look pretty tip-top. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting what 9 and 10 they come out with and, and how that looks. Well, Lauren's will be the 9 for the Rebels. Good and player. Then, and then Tamu will end up being 10. Yeah, Tamu will end up being 10. He's a 12. Um, and then losing Maddox, I get it. They were stacked out wide. They've got players for days. Man, he was their best. Hmm. He was their best outside back. But if you've got, say you've got Lawrence, Tamua, Meeks, Hodge. Um, Halo Petty. Halo Petty, and even Callaway. Yeah. English, I'm you know, it's not bad. But it's, it's not, not bad. bad, but what I'm saying is the next... Players yeah. in their squad are binges. Yeah. Okay, so you're questioning <laughs> Deadwood, but you're, you're going with binges. The rest of the squad's binges. No, no, no. Binges. Yeah, it's a funny one, though. Um, so I worry that for them, they, they don't have the depth in the squad. And I think that's what this pre-game pumping was, mm. that their, their frontline blokes are legit. Um, I don't know. The rest are binges, mate. The only reason why I say that... Do it with the type five. Yeah. The only reason why I say those two is... Look, I might be showing up, but the Brumbies is a bit of an unknown because they've got a lot of young players in that Brumby squad right now. That's where you're wrong, Richard. Okay. Brumby's type five is still there. And that's what they Who's dominated your type five? with. Who's your type well, you've five? you've still got Theo, Slipper, Al Alatoa. Who's that other old fuck they've got at Hooker? I'm, I'm, I'm I don't have the squad in front of me. Um, and they've still they've lost Arnold. Yeah, and Carter. And Carter. But they've got there's that young kid coming through in the row who's a monster. Yeah, I don't have the squad in front of me. You could I'm say, look, you could say you could have Blake Enova. Yes, you've got uh, Valentini. Valentini you, is. You got. Samu. Can I just say as a side note, Samu and Valentini are going to be the best two Australian players this Super okay. Rugby season. I've got. I just got a who's, feeling they're going to rip. Because you're talking about the Rebels. Who's your 10 for the Brumbies? Yeah, that's the unknown for me. But watching the highlights of some of the, the young kids coming through there, what's the... Because there's the nine, isn't there? They've got three young 10s, and they've, they're, 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 they don't, I'm not sure which one of them they're going to be out of. Noah Lolisio, is that his name? No. So I just don't know. I'm, I'm going off YouTube videos. These kids are superstars. Yeah, absolutely. But they're in, they're in superstars. Not We haven't seen them in a super rugby yeah. format. I just, if one of them takes, all of a sudden you get a magical side. And, and that's the thing. You know, and, and Tom Wright's another one that I think this is going to be his season. He's mm-hmm. been mucked around on the wing. I think that guy's a 10 or a 12. Yeah. Um, and look, he, it's, a massive, it's a massive season for the likes of, of Joe Powell, Tom Banks. Are they going to take the next step forward? You know, Corindrani as well. Is he going to go back to the old, you know, T-Trainer, or is he going to go back to what he was at Parks last season, which wasn't very good? And then, the, and I also think with the Brummies, they've got that depth. Mm. There's not a heap of bin juice there. Oh, I don't know. There's a bit of dead wood. <laughs> I don't reckon. I've, 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 I've got high hopes. I think that's a, that's a strong squad. Is that because you, you, you bleed? 
blue wine. Yes, it is, but it's also, I think, an educated comment. I don't think she's basically saying I'm uneducated. No, no, I'm saying no, 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 you're saying I'm uneducated. Yeah, if it was about England, you'd be all over it. (laughs) Wow. Um, So we're already just like. I don't know, 20 minutes in? Yeah, it's happening. Fireworks. <laughs> wow, okay, sure. Um, I just think there's a lot of depth in that squad. Yes, they don't have the wallabies. They don't have the the standout wallabies, but I think in two years they do. I think a lot of those blokes... But we're not become... talking about two years. No, no, about... but I think Joe Powell, Tom Banks, by the end of this year are wallabies. Mm. I think right by the end of this year... I think they could have a shift. Valentini. They're definitely going to be Valentini. wallabies. Tom Banks and, and Powell are going to be wallabies. Cause by... No, but I mean starting wallabies. Not, not the bin juice for the Wallabies, which is what they've, you know, they'll, they'll get a go in an extended squad. If Scotland are coming over, we'll lose to them because these folks play. Um, but I think that they will start to transition forward. That's what I hope anyway as a Brumbies fan. I, I think naturally it, it will, it will organi- they'll organically go in there anyway. Who else is going to be that starting nine for the That's Wallabies? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, no one else. So they Gordon, could have a shit season. I think, I think Gordon. Yeah. And I also think the, the Tars with Maddox... Um, that's made them look a lot stronger. The question mark for the Waratahs is... The Waratahs? The Tars. Mm-hmm. Uh, is 10 and the type 5. I, I'd um, actually also say, and you might you can shoot me down because I'm uneducated, who's who's going to play 13? Who's going to be the big ball-carrying 13 in that Tars team? Well, I think you've got uh, the new league. Uh, what's his name? Maria from the Parramatta Eels. I mean, but Australian 18s, Australian under 20s. But he's still an unknown, though. That's the thing. I don't think so. 100 games of NRL. It's mm. 115 kilos. The guys, mm. like, don't get me wrong. That transition's never as easy as you think. No. But he's your big ball carrying back if you're looking for one. You've got him, Carmichael, together in the centres. There's some big Basham centres. It's not, it's not, um, no disrespect to the Parramatta Eels. I've never seen this boy play. So I don't know. Look him up, uneducated okay. again. Look him up, check the where's, highlights. Where's Jim when you need him? <laughs> um, very, very impressive. The other bloke I'm not even going to dare pronounce his name. Um, I will by the end of the year, I promise, but I just don't have the experience. Mark. Uh, the fullback had a blinder in the trial when yep. the Tars beat the Highlanders. I watched him at the under-20 World Cup. Mm-hmm. Superstar in the making. Mm-hmm. Absolute superstar in the making. Now, my question mark is the 10. It's not because there's lack of options. You've got Harrison. Um, you've got old mate from last year, Mac Mason. Maybe Interesting. They're, they're going to play Caldeville at the same yeah. If you've got Carmichael and Murray. And that's why I'm asking about the two guys in the centres who are going to be ball coaches. Because they, they have to run straight. Because we know... Um, Bill's going to run across the pitch. And then you've got Fichetti as well. Yeah. He can play. I, I just think that don't underestimate the Tars this year. Where they're... My question is always about... Tough their, five. Yeah, absolutely. That's where I think that's where a skeleton changes their, their squad dramatically. Because mm. um, they've got the back row. You, you feel like Holloway, Dempsey... Do you reckon Holloway is now going to stay? I am a back well, row. Well, just had a, um, a stint in Europe in the off-season. Went to Munster, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, and apparently mm. played quite well. Mm. Um, I mean, you got him, Dempsey, Hooper. It's a handy back row. Don't forget Simmons. I know he's not back row, but we don't need to not forget Simmons, yes? And the front row, I mean, I wasn't on him last year, but I just think they're maturing. They'll have something. I, I, I think the Tars have got something too this year. Is it going to be a... Because uh, you had them and the Brummies at the bottom. See, I've got them and the Brummies at the top, but the Reds wouldn't surprise me. Mm. They're, they're a topsy-turvy because they're just so young. What, um... What's a successful season? We're talking about the Tars. What were the successful season for the likes of Jack Dempsey? You know, who for him become become a starting Wallaby. Yeah. That's where Dempsey is in his career. Yeah. 
Um, so where does that see, because he's clearly going to play the six with Hooper as the seven, where does that leave old mate, old mate Hannigan? Yeah, dead in the water. But I imagine, no, 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 I imagine he starts. No, I imagine Jesse plays eight. Do you all oh, know? Or is this the year that Hannigan becomes a, you know, tries to reinvent himself, box up and becomes a, a second row? I think the brother for Hannigan's always been the physicality, though. Mm-hmm. I don't think oh, I agree. I'm just, I'm just trying to. Yeah. So I, I think that there's there's enough there for the Tars. Yeah. Um, so any I mean, and a good trial against the Highlanders. What success? Because this is a big year for Rob Penny, new into the job. I think the problem for the Tars is. You know, if you're looking, you're sitting here looking at the squads, you're thinking Rebels is probably the more mature of the squads, but they don't have the depth. Mm. Brumbies is good, but there's missing pieces. Tars is looking solid, um, but very different, new coach. The problem for the Tars is the New South Wales fan base don't have a lot of patience. Especially if they're all over the place as well. Yeah, like, so I just think for the Tars, my opinion of what success is, probably first or second in the conference. I think what's the the New South Wales Tars fan? It's a home semi. What um, but I go back to that point in terms of Rob Penny for him first year coaching. You know the Tars make the finals, whether you're first or second in the conference. Yeah, make the finals. Is that even likely? if you lose first? Do you think that's likely? Ah, uh, mate, it. We're jumping in here saying things. You've got to watch and play for a week or two, especially oh, the year after a World Cup. This is what we do. <laughs> We come in here, we say things. Apparently only one of us is educated. <laughs> oh, no, no. Take it back, Richard. Um, you, but at the start of last season, these are easier conversations because every squad is I think is if we look stumped. back, I think we look, if we look back, we made some, we made some statements and we were wrong then too. <laughs> um, maybe you, mate, uneducated. I'm sure I nailed them. Run the tape. Mate, I'm going to look for that <laughs> tape, mate. Um, so, it's, honestly, it's hard to say. The Tars could have a big year for them. It is, can Penny get more out of the forwards? Because they didn't have much next year. And can they find the established 10? My feeling is Beal starts, doesn't end the season at 10. And speaking of Bailey as well, he's coming in as a coach for the Waratah, for the Tars as well. Um, coming from overseas. A lot of people have been saying that's good. Some have been saying not so good things. I don't know enough about that. I don't know either, but I don't know. You like that. Former league like coach, I believe, as well. So I think um, the, the the tough thing for the Tars is negotiating and discovering who your best 10 is mm. um, and how do you get the most out of Maddox, mm. who, who I believe limitless potential. Oh, and I still believe. I haven't ruled him out as a 10. Do you... Um, do you, do you worry that he's that bits of pieces, bits and pieces? Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Yeah, but what he I'm saying is to. that he's going to choose the right, he's going to still be moved around, or do you think they'll go, right, we're going to play you here and stick with him? I would like them to play him fullback, play the, the kid who, unfortunately, I can't pronounce his name now. I will get there um, on one wing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, that back three really excites me. The other wing, you've, you've Cam Clark, you've lots of options. Mm. Uh, but that back three is really, really exciting. Then where does Beal, Carmichael, are they your centres, 12 and 13? And then one of the kids, the 10, or do you play the leaguey? It um, goes back to that front front football, though. Do they exactly, yeah. exactly. And I think they've got the, the back row to get the ball. Yeah. I just don't know if they've got the tight five to, to Just to move on to the Reds, because we don't want to spend too long on each team. But just to the Reds. Your, the most exciting squad of yeah. all. Comfortably the most exciting squad. But you're, they're not in your one and two. Well, no, I haven't. I haven't said my. Well, yours just were you, Reds, you, Rebels. You said you had Brumbies and Tars. No, it's just too controversial. Um, 
it's too unknown. I think they the most potential there. They, they could do a Reds 2011 job here and just Ooh, like, who the bit. fuck are these kids? Or it could be another season where it's just not quite ready yet. Um, Does it excite pa- you? In to, patches, they're very good. Does it excite you to go, you know, look at Stuart O'Connor Patea as a, as a, you know, um, uh, spate um, on Naivalo. one wing, Naivalo, the other guy whose name I can't pronounce. Oh, Dalganui. He yes, had a ripper you. in the... Um, like, does that, that and then Chris F.Y. Sotia. Yeah, and, and then even if you look Jock at... Jock Campbell's a gun. Yeah. I mean, that back line. But even in the, the, the forwards... You know, you said Stewart at 10. I think there's no way he's the 10. I think Isaac Lucas is. Yeah, sure. And yeah. I think he's the Wallaby 10 by the end of the year. I don't know. But cool. That's, yeah, that, that's, my, that's um, my prediction for the year. But even, um, even when you look at the forwards... You know, they're, they're, good. They're, they're good set of forwards, you know, and they, they've got a good, they've got some good depth. So I'm excited by this Reds unit. Um, what do you think about Liam Wright, captain? Was he 22? 21 or something? I don't have an issue with that. What I about the haircut, though? He's going to mullet. That, that needs to go. Yeah. He also needs to tuck his shirt and pull his socks up. But tuck your fucking shirt in. That, and that's why I said Pete Simon is going to have a crack in you, because that man is a gentleman. He is. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you ever have a child and have a, have a daughter, you'd want him to meet a guy a like pizza, you. Yeah. Mullet and a uh, tucked in shirt. Yeah. That's how you pull the mullet off. You tuck that shirt in. D- absolutely. And then shave the hair off. Um, is that where Jim is? He's practicing shirt tuck. Yeah, just one kind um, the, the question mark for the, the Reds is can can you get the purchase out of the pack? Mm. Again, Tongan and Thor. Yeah, but Tongan and Thor, Isaac and uh, Rodder. Um, I was going to say Luke Antui, that would have been definitely wrong. Um, Salakai, yeah, no, Salakai Lotu, you know, there's a... There's Talk of him moving to the row mm. to make way for some of the young talent in yeah. the, the back row. Um, I hope the Reds deliver. Because I, I think they if they deliver, the Wallabies has got a very good four to eight year cycle ahead of them. Because a lot of a lot of that so talent... You know I hope they start. <laughs> but, but if... if whether they do, whether Thorne can put the pieces together, you feel like he's been building to this. Mm. He's replaced the older guys, changed the culture. I mean, how much of this squad is is Thorne's squad? Did they start their career with him now? Well, it is. It is. Yeah. Absolutely his squad. And I, but I think it's actually a big year for James O'Connor because it's all right coming into a World Cup and looking good in two or three games, but it's how good is he going to look after 15 games of a super rugby season? Playing next to Patea won't hurt, though. No, um, I still stand. I, I think for them though, no, mate, I'll say it all year until I'm fucking blue in the face. Letting Samu Krevi leave this country was a disaster. Mm. He makes a world fifteen. Um, really? Yeah, mate. This is the only reason the Wallabies are any good at the World Cup. Mm. Carved every game. It's questionable. It, gun. Questionable. Could we have a, uh, a Twitter? That, that should be our. That, you can put that out on Twitter. Would Samu Karevi be in a world 15? Who you got over him? Can I think about it? You can think about it. Yeah. I, I, I just don't want to come across as uneducated. Yeah, and it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, no. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, I think that he will leave a gaping hole. But I just maybe... said it's definitely not Lucan, um, even though he scored a try in the final. <laughs> he, did. he did score a try in the final. We shouted him the whole World Cup. <laughs> yeah, I loved that too. <laughs> and then he scored against England. How good. Um, I, I, maybe though, maybe it's the Falau thing. 
that you learn to play another way. Can we not mention him again? No, but I'm just saying when when he left, Australia and the Tars had to play a new style. Hmm. The second man to him in space was gone. Maybe the Reds need they look for another option rather hmm. than Krevi Ball. Um, and at times last year, that was the criticism of the Reds, the creativity. Hmm. I hope Isaac Lucas brings that. You'd think Lucas O'Connor Patea, mm-hmm. you'll have that. But I don't know. Does Thorne give him that freedom? I think he has to. He that's has to. that. That's the that's the worry with Queensland that they play predictable, and then because they're a little bit younger, they don't have the physicality to match. I think every kind. Yeah, I think every kind. If you're a betting man, which I know you like about, oh, I don't mind a bet with Ladbrokes or someone, you know, someone like that <laughs> would be a good person to bet with. Um, I think I think be, that'll be fine. Um, do you want to move on to a bit of the New Zealand teams? Very, yeah, very there are lots of lots of uh, big changes down there. Well, that's what I was saying. Like twenty nine, twenty three percent or something of the the New Zealand squads are, are rookies. So, but, but is that said, less than usual for them? No, I think it's more. Than I that. swear, yeah. after the last World Cup, I mean, there was six blokes left. <laughs> oh, can I just say how much did we we forgot the the Sunwolves? Does it hurt slightly that Jackson Hope is now playing for the Sunwolves? Ah, uh, nah. Fair enough. He just never really got a run here. Is that because he never, he... Did, never got the chance or because he never really progressed to the level? Little from column A, little from column B. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I wasn't picking him over Leofano or Wright no, or any of those blokes at the Brumbies. So it's it sort of, it is what it is. And, and maybe mm-hmm. you wish him all the best of success. It's a shame that the Sunwolves um, aren't... Japan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or majority <laughs> Japan. Because that would be when you've got guys, an amazing no, narrative. No disrespect. I wouldn't want to go as bad as Binge's because that's just been disrespectful to these players. But Deadwood. Yeah. When you've got the likes of Dargaville, Jackson Hope, um, Garth April, you know, Ben Teo in your squad, you really kind of think you're staying the point. What's the point? It is. It's the equivalent, I'm thinking like 9th century... A lord wants his little town back, but he can't. He can't get. He doesn't have rights to the land, so he's just got to pick up some ex-fighters with one eye, shit armor, Can I ask, missing can I leg. Which one's which? <laughs> Shithead. So James Dar- Dargaville, the one eye. <laughs> <laughs> he's all of the above. Oh. <laughs> all of the. He had a good season for Ramwick once, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Ramwick. Did well for the Brumbies, didn't he? For a while. Didn't he? Um. That's a while ago now, wasn't it? There's some issues with mercenaries, isn't it? Yeah, Ben definitely. Um, so New Zealand Conference, do you want to start alphabetically? Blues? I know Bowden Barrett's not going to be available until April, so the Blues might be out of it already by that point. But yeah, that's your worry with that signing, isn't it? Yeah. But uh, Otero Black would play well within that time, and they still got some good players. Do you reckon that all Bowden going there, clearly... Fucking very exciting for rugby. It shakes everything up. Very exciting for Bowden. New talent around him. Um, fucking very exciting if you live in Auckland. But does it stunt Ontario Black's progress? Probably. Be- because think about it. Harold Bishop wouldn't be playing if they were all a different. Do clubs. you then go back and say that you play Ontario Black at ten and you play Bowden Barrow at fifteen? Not if he's your All Black ten. No, 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 I'm not saying that. But you could be that Richie Mwangwe, who's still playing at Crusaders, plays 10 for mm. the All Blacks, and so therefore Bowden... It didn't go ten. heaps well, though. No, it didn't. Which I was really <laughs> happy about. Didn't go heaps well. Yeah, and I think you'll find that um, we did say that he needs to play 10, but, you, you, <laughs> you know, we got one right. Um, 
I don't know. It just it, it might make sense. You've got Duffy, you've got Rico, and if you imagine that's your back three, Duffy, I, uh, Rico, and Bowden Barrett as your back three, it's pretty tasty. Um, just how well Black comes on at ten, and how much of a platform does yeah. the pack set for him? Well, as always, the would 100% agree. Side note, I've enjoyed the Blues Instagram. It's their 25th year or some shit, and they've been releasing old footage. So you've footage. loved it so much, but you don't know what it is. I don't know, I don't actually care, but Running Ranger Running Over Dudes was pretty sick today. Oh, nice. yeah, South his Prime, Rock of Thoco out wide. So you can find the link from the Rugby Podcast Twitter handle, yes? Yes. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> Um, Chiefs, exciting year for the Chiefs. Yeah, um, a lot of young players again. Going to be the coach is what's exciting. Yeah, but I also like the fact that it's going to free Damian McKenzie back up at fifteen with Cruden coming back. Um, obviously, Leonard Fuck, Brown. That's an electric backline. Yeah, Leonard Brown at thirteen. Are they all here week one, or are they doing smoke out for five weeks? I'm not sure. I would imagine Cruden will be back, and um, McKenzie because McKenzie didn't play in the World Cup. Jerking Cruden feels a bit vindicated. They didn't win the World Cup. Mm. He was just earmarked as the next 10 for Carter's whole career. And then last two years it was, see you, mate. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Bowden Barrett's here. And then Richie Mwanga went, I'm number two. So Cruden went, all right, pack me things. Yeah, and then he started coming back and said, oh, you need me again. Oh, you need a 10. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. This um, is how you can tackle, but Cruden can't. No, so definitely it's, not. It's no different to Mwanga. Um, the big thing for the Chiefs is obviously um, two, twofold. Gatlin, as you've already mentioned, exciting to see what he actually brings to the party. And the loss of Brody Retallick's a massive one. Massive. Um, you know, because as much as you talk about eight, nine, ten, he adds so much grunt to that, that type five. You know, it's grunt time, line out, and, but also... Any type five. Yeah, yeah. and, and at the breakdown as well. So he'll be a massive loss. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how people like um, uh, Allardyce, Bushier, Mitchell Brown, Sam Kane, how much they... Um, they make up for his loss, really. Sam Kane's really coming along. Yeah. He's an absolute freak. Yeah. So it could be his season to really step up Absolutely. lead that pack. Um, talk about Crusaders. They've lost players, obviously. Um, Crotty, Whitelock, Reed, but as I said before, their back lines from the grand final is still the exactly, exactly the same. And they will find some freaks out there. And for me personally, I still can't back against the Crusaders. No, neither can I. But the interesting thing for them is whereas the other Kiwi sides, you look at their backs and that would explain their success. Mm. The Crusaders, um, maybe the Highlands to some extent, but certainly Crusaders was, you'd look at their forwards mm. and point to their success. And, and it almost felt like the back line of course they're going to succeed. Mm. Look at the platform. Um, so with those losses in the forward pack, it, it does change the yeah, equation a little. A little but a little. their forwards still include, you know, Ala Latoa, Scott Barra. Um, you've got Cody Taylor still there. You've still got... Um, and I Joe think Cody Moody. Taylor just... Yeah, Luke Romano's yeah. still there. You know, there's still a lot. And there's probably some kids in there that... Are, like Ethan Blackadder, he's clearly the coach of some. Probably, he's probably <laughs> going to be very good. Or heap shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, or bingers. Yeah. Not be that bad. <laughs> um, but my worry is actually, I know they've only really lost Ben Smith and Wasaki you know Hawaii, but my worry is, is, is really the Highlanders again. Um, they've slightly declined over the last few years, and are they still going to go in that direction? That's going to be the interesting one for me, particularly if the Blues do set up on the wrong spot. It could be that the Highlanders end up Propping up the table, that's a big statement, I know. But yeah, and they did get pumped in the uh, pre-game. Yeah, but pre-games don't really mean 
that much really, do they? Mate, I'm excited for the season. Yeah. I don't think... I've said nothing concretely because it is so different. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden South African teams are strong. Mm. All this show, and who knows? It, but it's genuinely exciting. It does feel like a, a change in the cycle. And that is why I wish there was a change in the format. Yeah. And, well, we've only got one more year to wait, haven't we? That's yeah. Nice, so. yeah. But, then, but then that change even looks a bit, how's your father? All right. Put your money right now. Who's your grand final? Fuck. Crusaders. Oh, Hurricanes without a 10. Almost rules them out. No, got a bishop, got a bishop. Without a ten, like I said. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go repeat. Crusaders Hags. Yeah. I just wonder if they can keep sustaining it. Is it the same squad? Is it just a World Cup squad? At some point, something's got to give, doesn't it? I yeah, I I I'm going to say repeat. Is it the same squad? I don't know. I don't have the squad. Because no. if it is, yeah, mate, they'll storm that curry cup. Curry what? <laughs> curry cup competition. Just wanted to clarify. I was trying to say cup and comp at the same time. Nothing else, mate. No, um, no. They will storm that competition and get some home games in the finals, and they'd be very hard to beat. But, I don't know. Are they or have some of those boys taken a paycheck? I reckon they're with the Hags main squad. And so I'm going to go with a Crusaders Hags one. I'm going to go Crusaders Reds. That's outrageous. <laughs> that is outrageous. Wouldn't that be nice? Wow. And just to confirm, on the 21st of January, Lakers predicted the Put Reds. Put your balls on the line, Richard. Back's up and unpredictable. I, 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 have, I have one child. I don't want to lose <laughs> anymore. I... Um, Six Nations prediction? I actually don't know. Even those squads looked a bit... I, I don't know. England have had... Very England, different. England have injury problems. You know, I think believe when Apollo broke his arm the other day as well. So that's another one out. So I genuinely don't know. In England have got eight uncapped players, um, which is exciting. But at the same time... Isn't a half of Ireland squad new? Yeah, I think so. Stexton's captain? Yeah. Um, obviously, that's going to be different with Andy Farrell, which I still think is weird that he's a head coach. Um, very good defensive coach. Pick your team. Who's winning? Oh, let's go England. Come on. I was going to call you a traitor. I was excited. <laughs> Look, I hope anyone but England. You've got to think, though. France, though, haven't they yeah, done France, it? I have think, they picked I, all their kids? The, I think France will be a dark horse. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the Reds of the Six Nations. So you're calling the Reds dark horses? Yeah. You've just said they're gonna come in your top. No, you, you said they were gonna. Yeah, they're still a dark horse. You said no they one were saw them coming except me. I'm educated. Uh, <laughs> you are, yes. Well done, sir. Well done. Uh, all right. Well, it's good to be back. Yeah, absolutely. We'll certainly try and do maybe one more before the season yeah, kicks and, with and, Jim. And you know, oh, was he not on today? No, it was nice, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was nice. Shouldn't say that, should we? No, but it was nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just one last thing before you go. What's one thing that excites you about this year? Simply all the young talent. Yeah. If I look at the Australian bias, and I mean, this is everywhere, but the Australian players, I haven't been as switched on as I have previously watching schoolboys or Colts or caught a bit of the under 20s. But from the bits and pieces I've read, from the highlights I've seen, Certainly Queensland, Brumbies to some extent, Tars, Rebels, maybe less so. Mm -hmm. But every club seems to have four or five kids that you hope come on. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, all of them won't, 
but which five or ten of them do? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's genuinely exciting. It feels like, almost feels like, you know, when, when Curly and Quaid were first mm-hmm. coming through, there's or, there's a new crop coming in. And I'm really excited to see those stories, to mm-hmm. see that talent, something new, something different to watch. So the, the antonym of that is who's the one player who's going to disappoint you so much that you're going to get really frustrated? Mate, it's too easy because it's the players that have always pissed me off. So say you it. haven't seen it. You so just want, say you it. just want me to shit on someone. Mate, let's not let's not be criticising them before they've played. Who are you? What have you done with Blake? Let's let's get out who, there. Who are you? This 2020 new you. I let's don't give know. mate. Let's give the bingers the chance <laughs> to get out there and give it a crack. Um, we'll see, mate, because players have big off seasons. Guys who didn't go to a World Cup. Maybe at a big preseason. There's a reason why they didn't go to the World Cup. Tell you who worries me, Billy Meeks. I'm a big fan. I think he, he's never been why far off a Wyoming jersey. Why is he worried? He's launched a fashion company. Are you, do you not like his clothes? No, uh, I'll, I'll buy them. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I can't afford that. But I just... just look, say, who are you? I can't afford that. I follow his cat on Instagram. It's just I just feel like his attention's... Elsewhere? Mm. Mm. I just think he, this, there's no fucking around in this career. Hey, Billy. Get your game on. Well, yes. It probably is, let's say. But it just feels like, well, you were having a fucking champers, hmm? that Kiwi boy still has hit-ups. And he's going to run over you on the weekend, you know? Get it right. Nah, Billy, I got you, mate. Yeah, Billy, yeah no, Wallaby, Wallaby 12 this Billy, year. Wallaby 12, you can oh, do it. Right. Yeah. I'm not, he's not he's a quality player, mate. No, How about you? What are you excited for this year? Yeah, I think... If, I think there's going to be someone, I agree with you, that's just going to come out of nowhere and it's just going to be outstanding. Whatever nationality, Kiwi, Australian or South African. And I'm excited to watch whoever that person is. To just Who like... ends the season while it'll be 10? My pick's Isaac Lucas. Curtly Beal. There's no... I understand what you're saying. It's the, the safe pick. That's the reason why I'm going... Uh, and he's... I don't think, think Rennie will come in and, and have... Uh, the balls to pick Isaac Lucas straight away. You've got to thorn that shit. You need to go in there and go, this is my squad, this is my identity. Can we can we thorn that shit? Is that going to be the... Yeah, that's the expression. <laughs> it's when you just fuck off when you're doing it this way. <laughs> I, th- I think that... I don't think. I think in his first first stanza, shall we say, of his of his coaching career at the Wallabies, I don't think... I'm not that. saying, okay, Island tour. You might be right with Bill. I hope you're wrong. I hope they take a punt and a kid. I'm saying by the time rugby championship comes around... I don't think it's Curly Bill then. Okay. And if you if that is the case, then the smart money is with the Reds team, whoever that probably Isaac Lucas. Matt Tamua. Oh, that's a that's a good shout. Certainly, if he, certainly if he, capable. If he, if he plays well, if they play him at ten, which we mentioned that he will do at the Rebels, if he plays well, then then yes, then that's a good shout. Mm, I just don't know if he offers the creativity. O'Connor. No, no way. <laughs> Not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> I'm a better chance. Let's not go that far. Big <laughs> no, Mac Mason. Mac, no, you're not. You're Deadwood. <laughs> <laughs> Mac Mason. Surely Harrison overtakes him at the Tars just by product of the Tars fucking over Mac Mason's development. I feel sorry for Mac Mason. Because yeah. he just comes on for 10 minutes and then he's now got his chance and they've then just drafted and gone, mate, you're shit. Ever watch any WWF growing up? No, mate. You know when that, well, I'm going to tell the analogy anyway. Okay, thanks. When you've got a, you know, you've got the old guy mm. who his career's done, but he's come back for a comeback because the crowd lose their shit because he's mm. back and that's who they grew up watching. So he's quite And you bring him back. Yeah, you bring back the old geezer and mm. the crowd nuts. Mm. 
throwing their red panties at him, losing their mind. Wow. And Very graphic f- image, by the way. The fight is staged. So what do you do? You let the up-and-coming go over him, win, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you've created a new superstar. Mm. But you fuck it up. You let the old-timer win, give the fans what they want, mm. and you've stunted the development. That's Mac Mason. So basically, Bernard Foley's going to come back halfway through the season and just go, fuck <laughs> off, Mac. Yeah, exactly. What the hell would you think I'm playing doing? for a month. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Alright, I'm glad this podcast is on track as always Yeah, absolutely Alright, thanks for listening right. um, We're going to do a level this season To, to try and string a few potties together Yeah, absolutely Alright, cheers All right. Cheers, thanks